have to remind myself though that shielding does not equal loving that protecting also doesn't equal loving what i mean by that is going back to the balance of trying to raise our kids of being a survivor in certain situations but also feeling confident and trusting that if they were to come to us that we could help and that we could give advice but also to allow them the space to figure things out on their own Hey everyone, welcome back to Code Toast. I'm Jen Armstrong. Hey, I really appreciate you guys returning even though we took a little hiatus. As you all know, life is crazy, life is busy. This podcast was always meant to be something I could do when I have time and when I can gather thoughts and ideas and topics to share. I've been doing that all alongside of having crazy family life that we do, crazy work life that I have. But I'm back and I want to share such an important topic today with you. So I'm glad you're back. I'm going to be talking about reflecting on childhood, on my own childhood, and also looking at my kids and realizing how fleeting childhood is and how we only have our kids for such a little while. So I really hope that you enjoy what I have to say and let's talk about it, shall we? Growing up in the 80s and 90s, I had a pretty free-ranging childhood. It was non-restrictive. It was those days where you could come home before it gets dark, no cell phones to check in on you, your parents literally just trusting the friends you were with, the neighborhood kids, and knowing that you'll just come home. And I had a very loving family, loving parents. But if I were to compare and contrast kind of parents that they were compared to the kind of parents me and my husband are, it's vastly different. And sometimes I wonder, you know, we came, grew up to be decent adults who are pretty self-aware and pretty reflective people of where we came from and appreciative of and grateful of where we came from and where we're headed as individuals and how we want to raise our family. I often wonder whether those thoughts existed in my parents' minds, the type of family that they wanted and how mindful they were as parents. If I, I know I don't speak for the entire generation of the 80s and 90s, but I know in speaking with friends of mine and family, that our parents really were just workers, worker bees, and wanting so bad to have the American dream. The mindful parenting that we have today definitely does not mirror the kind of parenting that we grew up with in the 80s and 90s. And I think that lately it's, I've been thinking about that. My mom is 71 years old and she has not retired from work yet. And as she ages, I begin to feel and wonder how it would be to take care of her in her older years. It's it's dawning on me that I'm becoming of that age and my siblings are becoming of that age of one day we will have to take care of our mom. And it's going to be a full circle of life where she would be the one that we feed, bathe, 
take care of, uh, make sure she's comfortable, make sure she's healthy. And it's it's just been such a interesting dynamic to reflect on. And I wonder often if I had the type of childhood or if my mom looked at me the way I look at my children as a parent to a child with such love and ambition for them and, and wanting to give them everything that she never had. I've been in this phase of looking at my kids now, knowing that my time with them is very fleeting. And I've been trying to understand that they are only so little for a little while. So what does that time with them mean? And what does that time with them look like? I don't know if our my parents have ever looked at my childhood that way or my, their time with me that way. But I certainly have been really, really mindful of my time with my children. There have been national and societal issues that have been going on where kids, young, young, young kids are losing their lives from violence. And I'm not going to sit here and debate any type of political issue or societal issue. I just want to share that no matter which way you cut it, our time with our children are very precious and very short. Then they grow up to be men and women who take what you've given them as tools and values and they go on into the world and make the world what it is, you know, in, in their time. And it's a heavy responsibility that I, as a parent, haven't really begun to grasp until lately. I don't know if it's because of what's been going on in the, in the news or if it's because of my aging parents, but my kids are 10, 9, and two and a half years old. And within another eight years, I'll have an 18-year-old on my hands. And I just don't know how to look at that reality. It's been a time for me to really appreciate who these young people are in this phase and, and whether I am grateful for the time that I have for them. So I think today I just really wanted to talk about and reflect on why it is that we as parents today, I, would, I just wonder, you know, and I, I want to contrast whether my parents, and I've never asked them, I guess that's the next next step is to really ask them how they viewed my childhood, how they viewed raising children. Did they view it from a perspective of, I want to give you the best life? Or did they view it from, we have children and my job is to feed them, raise them, house them. And when they're old enough, you leave and you make a life for yourself. I want to say it's the latter. I just wonder why this generation of parents, speaking of myself as well, have been motivated by giving our children literally everything. Um, I was just had a conversation with my husband recently, and we talked about how interesting it is that our generation, he's two years older than me, grew up in the 80s and 90s like I did, but we, in some form or fashion, have grown up with some type of trauma, whether it's witnessing a traumatic experience or experiencing a trauma ourselves or knowing about things that children really should not know about and seeing things children really should not see. We grew up with that, you know, and it's shaped us to who we are today. I know for a fact where my children are every second and hour of the day. That is such a difference 
and it blows my mind how I can know where my children are every hour of the day where when I was growing up, I highly, highly doubt. And I know for a fact, my parents didn't know where I was every hour of the day. They trusted where I was. They took a word from someone for where I was, but never really checked in or not that I didn't care or worry, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to fathom if I didn't know if an hour went by and I didn't know where my kids were. That's how much of a hold I have on my children. And I'm sure that I speak for millions of parents out there today. But the way we grew up was certainly not like that. And that's what's been crossing my mind lately is I think we were almost forced to grow up so fast and so quickly in our generation. Whereas our kids are really truly, truly being treated as children, precious little children, as they should be. And it just makes me wonder why that is and why that changed. I am no means a helicopter parent. I think my husband and I do a good job of balancing how we raise our children because they more than likely will not grow up with too much trauma in their lives. We try to balance that with how can we make them responsible for making quick decisions? How can we get them to think on their feet? How can we get them to strategically think? How can we get them to critically think? How can we get them to feel some type of you know, disappointment? And the way you do that is giving them responsibility, making them responsible for stuff, making them do things that they don't want to do. That's not really equatable to trauma per se, but it is equatable to giving them you know, recovery skills and um, skills to, to cope. And they think that's definitely, definitely very important. I think at the end of the day, childhood is a phase in life, which I think most of us would wish to get back to. I believe in, in my childhood, I was taken care of, but we were so free and carefree. And it's so unlike today's child. I think we can compare the childhoods of our past and our children's childhood today. But it makes me wonder why there's such a huge difference uh, between the children of today and those who grew up in the 80s and 90s. Is it because of technology? Is it because society is just naturally more progressive? I feel like it definitely is different. And because of that, I realize when I ask my mom or my parents if they remember certain things about my childhood, unfortunately, I don't really get the answers I hope for. I feel like it's because my parents, like I said, worked a lot and that just was expected of them. So we were left with relatives or my grandparents a lot and left alone a lot. And it's not a reflection of not being loved. I think it's just a reflection of that was that time period in history where, again, we were just different children. And I can't imagine, you know, not growing up with my kids and when they're my age and they ask me, you know, what about you know, when I was in the fourth grade, mom, did you remember XYZ? I mean, I cherish so many moments and remember so many things about my kids that I, I truly believe if they were to ask me, I would know. You know, kids today have so much technology and smartphones and they just, simplicity, I think is a great 
way to describe their childhood. Well, I would describe our childhood as simplistic as well. In a survival way, I feel like we were meant to survive through many things our parents didn't shield us from. Whereas today, I know I, as well as friends of mine, do shield their children from many things. I have to remind myself, though, that shielding does not equal loving, that protecting also doesn't equal loving. What I mean by that is going back to the balance of trying to raise our kids, of being a survivor in certain situations, but also feeling confident and trusting that if they were to come to us, that we could help and that we could give advice, but also to allow them the space to figure things out on their own. All in all, I feel though this mindful parenting and this reflective parenting, I definitely want to ask my parents if that's something that they've done or if they do this here and there, having adult children now, being grandparents now. I know my mom has said to me, you know, to cherish every single moment as a parent because little ones grow really quickly. And, you know, I hear that I hear that all the time, but lately I've been really trying to take it in because I know that my kids are only so little for so long. Slowing down, enjoying the time with them, it's tough because we are a busy family, but I don't want to look back and just, you know, wonder how we got here, where the time has gone, and whether I've missed out on on moments really present moments with them. I can speak for my mom. I think she would agree that, you know, she doesn't remember a lot of milestone moments. When I was really little, I think she could probably recall stuff from high school through college with me is when she was really um, in tune with, you know, who I am, paid attention to my goals in life at that time. And she was in a position actually to really be an involved parent during that time as well. So I don't at all blame her, but I do wish I could hear how I was when I was little, that I, that I could be recited things that I've done as a baby, as a toddler. But I was the youngest of three and I was very young compared to my brother and sister. I was seven and eight years younger than them. And I was growing up in a time where my parents were on the brink of separating and eventual divorce. So it is what it is. But now that I have children of my own and parenthood is in my control and in my preview now, I can't stress enough to just enjoy every single moment of the day because I won't hold my kids in my arms all the time as they grow. You know, they'll never call me mommy again. They'll turn into mom and eventually ma. When they ask me to play with them, as difficult as it may be sometimes with schedule and the workload and the stress of every day, I have to really say, yes, let's play. I think I was created to be a mother and to raise and teach humans, baby humans, how to grow up and spread their wings. And I don't take that job lightly at all. I think that was my purpose in life. I think that's the reason why 
these children were brought into my life is to prepare them. And, you know, if I, I don't want to look back and say, gosh, I, I wish I did this, or I'm trying to remember that about my kids, because this is a once in a lifetime chance for these moments. Our kids are only little ones, and we only get one shot at this. You know, you only get one shot at these lifetime moments with them. You will never have another chance. Zilin, my youngest baby, he's two and a half. I mean, he's a toddler, but gosh, do I remember him as a newborn. You know, I just feel like time is slipping by so fast and so quickly that I only get this one chance for every phase of their life. And they are only little for so long. I have to think about my everyday and just understand that, you know, the chores will still be there. The work will still be there, but time will not be there. Time just keeps going and going. I've been thinking about cuddling more, playing more, being more silly with them. And, you know, actually crawling on the floor and playing instead of just getting frustrated with the mess and cleaning up after them. Just taking more time with them. I think that's the key to cherishing every moment. It's hard, but I have to wake up every day and realize my greatness as a mom, that I'm a good mom. And we are raising our kids with as much love as we can. I just want them to go out in the world to be prepared, but still to figure it out and to grow and to know that it'll all be okay. I didn't really have that security of knowing that, to know that I could turn to my parents and not feel disappointment. I am saying right now that that was all in my head, but because of the way I was raised and the, the culture I was raised in, you know, I didn't really have an open communication type of relationship with my parents. So uh, my immediate thought, if I did something wrong or if something was disappointing, that I would feel the wrath of shame or, you know, anger or regret. I can say that now and I don't really have the proof of that being the case, but that's, that's the thing. That's exactly my point is communication and correcting the wrongs and instilling trust in my kids now so they know that they won't ever have to wonder if they were to tell me something that I would be disappointed in them. That they're not, you know, in their 40s like I am now and wonder if I would have done that, would mom have done this? I have a lot of those questions in my head as an adult and a mother of myself. I don't want my kids to grow up with that kind of insecurity. I think um, I will end with one thing. It's focusing on the good stuff. Growing up in my childhood, focusing on the good things were really a self-automated thing as a kid. But when I would enter my household, which was a multi-generational household, it was a lot of good times, happy times, a lot of love, but the everyday chaos of multiple families living together, you know, having the patriarch and the matriarch 
as the head of the household and then their adult kids living there and then their grandchildren living there, it bred a lot of things that as a child, you just should not have been involved in a lot of discussions happening and witnessing a lot of things that you have witnessed. And that was, not, and again, no one's fault. That was just the type of childhood, the type of environment that I was raised in. It was really chaotic, fast paced. It was really dynamic. And I, I compare and contrast to the way my kids are being raised now. Our nuclear family living in one house, a schedule every day, they hardly get caught by surprise at all. It's almost routine to the T. You know, the, the surprises that they get are like, hey, we're going on vacation, or hey, we're going to do a staycation, or hey, we're eating out for dinner. <laughs> it's definitely, I, I just wonder, you know, and I really want to have a conversation with my mom one day, how she would reflect on my childhood and ask her how she would reflect on hers and ask her to compare and contrast the two. I think it's important. I think it's going to be a healthy conversation to be had. And I think it would definitely explain a lot of why I'm in this kind of reflective phase right now as my mom ages and as I grow into a mother that is raising young women and a toddler boy, you know, and just being in this space of parenting that is so, so interesting and fascinating a phase of parenting that my parents never got to experience for, you know, many, many reasons. I think I'll wrap it up there. I'm interested to hear what you guys think about this podcast. If you don't follow me on Instagram, please do. It's at Cold Toast Podcast. Yeah, please follow and comment. And we will be coming out with more episodes soon our guests as well another fan favorite is conversations with my husband that is definitely on deck but until next time everyone thanks for coming back and listening i really do hope that you take care of yourselves and each other thanks for listening